everyone and welcome to the HMG Rampage Uncaged show right here on channelattitude.com via, I mean media group. I'm your host Jimmy T and my co-host, he's back once again, he's as evil as ever, he is Dr. Jeff Lippman. Welcome back to Uncaged and what a big night it's been in professional wrestling. Ooh, I've watched a lot of wrestling in the last 36 or 48 hours and uh I'll say that Rampage was not the worst thing I watched. <laughs> close. <laughs> maybe, just maybe. That's true. And and you know what, man? Before we get into Rampage, let's uh, let's get into the to the what, what do you call it? The the bad thing in the room right here because it seems like Ring of Honor have got a home finally, and it's the home that we've always been saying was going to be the home anyway. On a club? <laughs> really, Jeff? I mean, it's hard to be surprised when that's sort of what you've been saying. I mean, actually, on Hammerlock Hangar, which dropped this afternoon or this morning, you could hear me saying it Thursday night if you haven't heard me say it a million times before. I mean, there was absolutely no sign and no semblance of my knowledge of how the world works and how business works and how TV looks at things to say Tony Khan is getting more TV for a product that's not performing well and is hurting his major his major products unless he wants to just swap it out for one of the other shows and even then I'm not sure that Discovery Warner Brothers would go for it you know um, so yeah not, it's probably a surprise to a lot of people I'm gonna wait to hear how people try to spin this into this is great news but I, I can't imagine anyone's going to pay $9.99 a month to see Ring of Honor. And what will probably have to happen is that my guess is that not a whole lot of people will. Or if they do, they're going to fall up quickly. And then they'll put the new Ring of Honor shows on like a one-week delay on YouTube like uh, NWA used to do. Um, maybe there'll be pay-per-views. Or maybe like Battle of the Bells will change into Ring of Honor you know, quarterly pay-per-views or something like that but uh you know i i'm not surprised but maybe you should just brief the, the world on what it is because i think a lot of people are surprised because everyone sort of thinks they'll make the billionaire gets to call the shots and and with you and me that's the case and and with the real estate agent and whatever yeah yeah that's the case but when you're dealing with a network which is also billions and billions you know they're the ones with the stronger bargaining power um, especially when the real billionaire is, is, is senior and, and is not particularly invested in it. I agree 100%. You couldn't have put it any better yourself. But I just want to say, look, at this point, if they decide to do those quarterly special events like Battle of the Belts and turn it into a Ring of Honor type of deal, that's cool. I I'm cool with that. But... You know, he said in the press conference that I'm, I'm not talking about the one that just happened. I'm talking about the one before uh, Final Battle, where he said he's going to keep Ring of Honor away from AEW television, right? But here's the problem. I call bullshit. When you've got Costagnoli now as your Ring of Honor world champion once again, you've got, um, well, FTR lost the tag belts. Right, and you can't have them on television. Clearly, I'm talking about them boys. Right, right. Um, you got Athena now as Ring of Honor Women's Champion. Oh, they can keep you her off. Samoa Joe. Okay, Samoa Joe. Well, he's got I two mean, belts, so that's that, that's fine. So, sacrificing Wheel of Yuta? Not a sacrifice. I, I don't even see them sacrificing Yuta. The Embassy? Not a sacrifice. Oh, that that's fine. But Yuta, I, I, I don't actually see them doing that, even though I'd love to. I'd love for them to do that. I, I might pay nine ninety nine just for them to keep <laughs> Willie Yuta off my TV. Oh, boy. Uh, this, is, this is just egg on the face to me for TK. I mean, he could have done this from day dot, and everybody would have been just settled with it. I mean, it wouldn't have looked so bad if he just did that from the start. And then maybe talk TV fucking... Uh, networks and shit like that because that way we could just be speculating forever without him having to pull the trigger what no i, I turned it on um oh, sorry about that 
folks, especially you live listeners. Um, That's all right. Okay. This is like example or exhibit, what, 27 or 28, that Tony Khan is not a good business person. He's, <laughs> he's, he's a money mark. He has some good investments through his father. Maybe he made some good investments through himself and he made some bad investments through himself. Guess what? When you have a lot of money, people come to you with deals and you only need one out of 10 to work out. So, but this this was a bad deal all along. The fight forever looks like it's going to be a disaster. It's, you know, coming, it's still coming soon. It's December 11th. <laughs> and <laughs> it's already won the best sports game awards uh, in Germany, yeah. Jeff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got it from one one magazine in Germany. That's fine. You know, it, it <laughs> might even be a great game, but this, this game, it's now going into its fourth year being produced. I mean, it, it's crazy already. Um, yeah, this is, this is, it is egg on face. And you're right, you know, because he's so rich and, and entitled, he always figured he could do better. And he so believes in, in the products and his way of doing things that he thought the people would come and watch and they don't. And then there's been other problems that have also been largely his fault that he can't manage or lead um, and, and refuse to even to this day. Um, but yeah, he, he could have always kept Honor Club alive. He could have had Ring of Honor on Honor Club and on YouTube this entire time and done it separately. The only question that was unanswered, but I've got I've since gotten it answered, is that he knew this going in. See, I wasn't sure if he was so unrealistic that he actually thought that if the pay-per-view sold 40,000 or whatever, or, you know, had looked like it was tracking to overperform, that he could pitch that to, uh, you know, Discovery Warner Brothers, or that he believed that. Um, and and that went into some of my predictions for the show. Um, or if he knew this all along and was just trying to string people along to artificially get people to be interested in the show and buy it. And while I want it to be the, the former, because uh, I like to think these are uh, doofus, it turns out I got confirmation today that it was the latter, that he's known this for at least six months. Um, <laughs> And that would have made the predictions a whole lot easier. I mean, of course, you're not putting, Jer you know, relegating Jericho to Ring of Honor if it's not getting TV. Um, I mean, will you to Danny Garcia? Who really cares? I mean, it's the same thing. But, it, you know, I mean, everybody would have picked the Briscoes, not FTR. Now, I, I happen to pick the Briscoes, not FTR, just because I figured they would be, if you're going to throw a bone to the Ring of Honor, so did family, I. Yeah. That, that, that's the bone to, to throw to them. And they're a big enough name that it would at least get you, you know, publicity. Plus, we talked about this. FTR, they just took an L to the acclaim. And the relationship with FTR and, and Tony and AW, it, it, I don't, I don't, it's, it certainly doesn't seem as rock solid uh, as well, people would believe. That's a great segue, actually, Jeff. Let's talk about FTR because they did lose their Ring of Honor Tag Team Championships. And like and, 17 uh, points of blood. Oh, anyway, we'll talk more in depth about that maybe later on tonight, or if not, by tomorrow, 100%. Well, either way, it's going to be tomorrow for me. Yeah. Well, but let's talk FTR, because after that matchup, uh, was it Dax that went on Twitter and said, you know, it's over for now, whatever. What did he say exactly? It was oh, only about like three words. I haven't checked Twitter, so I don't know what Dax said, but I'm sure he was crying about something. Oh, well, I'll tell you right now, because it was all over the internet. Um, let me just go to Twitter for a moment. Basically, and, I, and I'm not, and I'm not saying this word for word, but he basically said, "It's we're done. Thank you all." Like basically, and that's he kept it short and sweet. Like it's over, and thank you. Like we're like we're done. Like that's it. Now I don't know if that means we're done with AEW, and, and, and that's it, or like I don't know. But he goes, uh, "Where is it?" Come on. He goes, it's over. Thank you all. That was his tweet. I, I don't know. It's pretty cryptic. It, very it, cryptic. It, it could very well mean that. I mean, you know, that maybe they exercised an option too, and their option is up in, you know, four months or whatever, and they exercise now. And so the, it's just a question of when and how or, or if they drop the IWGP and the AAA. I mean, AAA would probably still love to have them. IWGP, they, they have no use for them you know otherwise unbelievable dude <laughs> and i don't know if you heard about this jeff 
because there is a lot of news happening right after all these events. Uh, Miro has rejected the next spot for him to be on TV this week, apparently. Apparently, he got offered to be back on TV this week on Dynamite, and he rejected it. That's what the dirt sheets are saying. I've heard conflicting stuff. I mean, I've, I read that, the dirt sheets, and it certainly would make more sense. Like, we were talking to Kip, Kip Sabian reintroducing Miro, like, they're both heels now, so, you know, they reconcile makes sense, or a little bit. Trend 7 makes no sense, except that they're both from Ugh. Britain. I mean, but there's 65 million people from the United Kingdom. So, I mean, <laughs> I mean, I don't I don't know about any Kip Sabian. Anyway, Trent 7, I mean... I have to be honest with you. I've never seen the guy before, and I, I, I never want to see him again. Uh, he, he reminded me of uh, Thrillbilly Silas Mason from NWA, uh-huh. which, by the way, was the worst wrestling show I've seen this week. Um, really? And MLW was the second worst. Rampage was the third. Um, uh, what are we talking about? Oh, Miro. So I've also heard that that is the EVPs going into business for themselves. And that really? creative actually has nothing for Miro. He hasn't rejected anything, and they're just throwing him under the bus to try to embarrass him or make him look. Really? Bad. Yeah. I listen. I don't. I don't know what the truth is, but. Um, well, right. We're not saying that's the gospel, which is right. I'm, speculating I'm, just just quietly. I'm hearing both in unequal volumes, but obviously, when one dirt sheet reports it, or two or three, you know, when it, when it's Figure Four online, when it's the Meltzer Network, it, it you know, then you have. 12 people from that that outfit, you know, uh, reporting. And then, of course, Fightful reports, and then everyone reports it, and Purist reports it, you know, and, and, and everyone regurgitates it as, as if it was, you know, they can confirm it or their sources tell or whatever, whatever it is. So it sort of becomes its own, uh, you know, snowball that starts as a small ball and turns into a giant snowman at the bottom of the hill. But um, I don't know. Whatever it is, it doesn't matter. It's, it's, it's ridiculous what's been happening with Nero. And I mean, you know, if, if there was any truth to the Buddy Matthews thing, you think that they could have just continued the stuff of the House of Black, where eventually he he turns, you know, and maybe it's because Buddy Matthews kept taking L's and they kicked Buddy Matthews out and recruit Miro. It's not a it's not a clever story, but it's an easy enough wrestling story. It's an easy enough way to write Matthews off of TV and and repopulate the House of Black and you know potentially make it stronger. But you know, none of those guys really seem to want to be there. seems like a lot of guys don't want to really be there Um, Facebook user says and Facebook user is actually Chris Sams the birthday boy from yesterday or the day before just quietly birthday Chris just quietly he says guys guys just quietly I had awesome Greek food tonight it was way better than watching Rampage (laughs) I wish I had some good Greek food right now (laughs) I won't lie I kind of wish I didn't watch Rampage (laughs) well (laughs) Let's get into Rampage, actually, Jeff, <laughs> because we're coming from the, what, the Heb Center in Austin, Texas. I kind of wish I didn't watch Final Battle. I surely yeah, wish I, I didn't pay for it. Thanks, Jimmy. Wait, did you end up paying for it? How else am I going to get it? God damn it. I can't believe it. Well, you, you, know I I you know I don't do illegal streams. Yeah, I know. They're pretty head-fucking, to be honest, but that's for another time. But anyway... Um, we start off the show with, which I would have thought was the main event, but it's not. It is John Moxley versus Takshida, and uh, I mean, this is like this felt like a real typical friggin' Moxley match. We had blood, we had DDTs, we had fucking near finishes. I feel like I've seen this before, Jeff. This was exactly what we predicted it would be to see. I mean, my, I mean, there was only one new thing that came out of this, and I have a question for you. Like, did I miss this the whole time, or has Takeshita always had that giant mole right in the center of his nose? Ah, huh. uh, good question. Because <laughs> that's all I saw was mole, mole, mole. <laughs> I never mole. noticed that. I mean, never. not the listen. I'm aware that this is not exactly Brad Pitt here, but, <laughs> but still, I, <laughs> no. I never saw it before. This match was fine, Uh, but there was never a doubt as to who would... Actually, this would have been a great time to give Moxley a loss. He just signed Takeshita. Right. Moxley's not looking so good. He's not feeling so good. I mean, this would be a time to get someone an upset win who needs it. Moxley doesn't need this win. 
there's, there's nothing for him. But yeah, he bled all over the place. There was a million, you know, close finishes. You know, then finally Moxley, who was looking a little sloppy and slovenly, you know, uh, you know, finally did the the stomps and and then the what was it they called the bulldog chokeout, whatever he calls yeah. it, and, and Takeshita tapped or goes to sleep in the end of the match, and then Hangman Page comes out to you know with his his frou frou tassel pants again. At least the shirt wasn't absurd, um, but it's really more of a New Mexico shirt than a cowboy shirt. Anyway, uh, like a like a new santa fe uh anyway he he comes out to pronounce that he hasn't been cleared because of his brain which is funny because he was called the empty empty brained you know idiot um and he says so now i've got a pretty good excuse for doing something stupid and he starts a brawl with moxley and he loses it so moxley who's near death at this point has lost a pint of blood Page, you know, shouldn't be able to fight. And Moxley throws him into the into what the the, the steps. And you know, Adam Page is acting like he's con- you know reconcussed again, and you know is swooning and whatever. Which you know they keep doing this, which is in bad taste. They keep they keep playing with the injuries. Like once in a while, it makes sense for a story, but like they do it all the time. Um, anyway, I mean, how does Adam Page come out of this losing the brawl to punch drunk Moxley, who by the way is looking softer? And okay, I'm just back on the alcohol, back Mm -hmm. on the fucking liquor, dude. That's what you're gonna say. Yeah, I am because I've (laughs) I've been suspecting that that, that maybe he's back on something because he's he's been getting less coordinated, a little bit punch drunk, and a little bit puffy. Yeah, he's looking he's looking like his old self once again, which ain't a complete bad thing. I actually prefer him looking like this than he's real lean. He's either you know eating much too much fried food and pizza <laughs> or he's drinking again i mean there's something's up let's be honest dude if you're working in AEW by the sounds of shit wouldn't you be fucking fucked off your head all the time for crying well, out I loud wouldn't. i mean seriously because if they were paying me whatever three three hundred thousand dollars to stay home and play video <laughs> games that that that'd be my dream come true i mean you know what's and better shit. than money for nothing and you can supplement your income but you know but you know, with that attitude, I'd never become a professional wrestler, except maybe an AEW. <laughs> <laughs> well, to be fair, Moxie only has to turn up to work once a fucking week, sometimes two. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, what's fuck? What's so stressful about that when you think about it? I don't know. I mean, you know, I mean, I can make a stupid joke like, well, he has to work with his wife, but. <laughs> but uh... <laughs> I actually think he prefers to, to be honest. I, I would think so too, and I'm not sure that she didn't take that job not to keep it, you know, to partly keep an eye on him. But how well, she maybe. can't be? Let's let's take the, the you know, the, the, he might be drinking to get out of the equation. How can she <laughs> possibly be happy about him blading like that? I mean, I mean, we we all saw Dusty's forehead in the end. We all see what Triple H's forehead looks like now. I mean, like in an era where you don't have to do that, where you don't have to become old and middle-aged with your entire forehead being scar tissue, why would you do that? Especially a guy who doesn't, who has no chance of having more hair. He's old school, Jeff. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's an answer. You're like, I'm old school, man. That's so, what yeah. you'd be saying. So I'm sure there's people out there saying, this was a great match. It was a banger. Yeah, it was, but we've seen it three times. This is now the third time we've seen it. And there were no stakes, and it was and it was stupid. But this no stakes, but stakes maybe on the barbecue right. <laughs> for Moxley. That is. That said, this match and the aftermath with Paige, however critical I was of it, fairly was the best part of this show. Fair enough, and like you said, uh, Moxley ends up winning via bulldog choke. And you've already explained what happened after the match. There's no need for me to go over that again. But after that, we get a book of Hobbs. Again, he paid the ultimate pricing price growing up on the streets of Oakland. And this is the life you want no part of. Ah, right. so, um, so is he a gangster now? Is that what it is? Well, he's he was, or he's always tried to stay away from the life, but he's been part of life and brought up with it. He wiped his brother's blood off his jacket. I I assume the illusion was due to some sort of gang violence or street violence. But is that true, though? Is that a fact, you think? Or I have no idea. I mean, 
you know, because you get hit if it's not. If that's, we, we've right, all. But if, no, continue. Sorry, no, no, continue. I'm just saying, like anyone who's had a younger brother or even older, you've we've all wiped our brother's blood off on our jackets at <laughs> yeah, some point. Wow. <laughs> right. It's not necessary because they got you know shot or stabbed. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah. So we now know he's from Oakland, California, because we weren't sure where he was walking around. <laughs> well, um, I knew he was from Cali, and I knew he was from Oakland. I just didn't know that's where he was walking around. I I didn't know. The, any of those things uh you know don tony kept saying los angeles i kept thinking to myself that doesn't look like los angeles um, well it's in california i mean you know he'll say yeah it's the same shit that's what he was saying I, I guess i mean they're like it's like a six hour drive from place to place it's, it's <laughs> i know not, it's not like the anyway not important um i don't know this is i mean if you're reintroducing a character first of all this seems like the same character um Secondly, like he needs to be gone longer to need these vignettes, unless there's been just failure to launches like the Lacey Evans shit that that they were doing really stupid shit with. Like oh, Hop yes. work, pe- people are behind Hobbs, you know, as a heel or a face, they'd be behind him. So he, he doesn't need this reintroduction. What he needs is a wrestling program. He needs to be targeting someone, um, you know. And there's there's plenty of people out there, you know. I mean. The thing with Starks wasn't exactly resolved. Uh, technically, Hobbs won that feud, but Ricky Starks is the one getting all the shine. I mean, Ricky Starks lost the FTW title, and then now he's in the main event picture. That, you know, if I'm Hobbs, Loses, I'd be pissed to that. And that'd Loses be a good get way. to the top, Jeff in AEW. Yeah. Well, that right. Well, I mean, that would be a good way to protect Starks and keep the title on MGF, right? I mean, it's 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 sort of easy. I mean. And you don't need to this these vignette anyway. These these vignette. I mean, they're not the worst produced things I've ever seen. It's just this should be for a new character, either entirely or an entirely different disposition for him. But right. I mean, playing the kid from the wire who made it out of the streets, he still got the street in him, and he's still got the fight of the streets in him. But you're not going to send me back to that life, you know that, you know. But but get this, Jeff. Yeah. It's only been three years since they've actually done something to tell us where Hobbs is from and who he is. It's only taken three years, dude. That's that's true. I mean, you know, I think they. Told, I think at some point he trained at the factory. I mean, that that was <laughs> did he? <laughs> I didn't know that. I mean, I think shit. So. Yeah, um, three years. Anyway, three fucking it, years it took right. for them so to this explain is, this shit. So Hobbs is a is a child of the the bad streets of the of the ghettos and the rough rough streets of oakland and you know he's got a chip on the shoulder because of that and he's got something to prove but you know he's harder now he's got it great terrific what's new terrific what, what's next speaking of great and terrific we got the one year anniversary of hook's debut on rampage jeff so special and speaking of special stokely hathaway aired a conspiracy video claiming hook's victory over lee moriarty is actually tainted as grainy camera footage showed that Hook's foot was not fully under the rope when the referee forced a submission break. Hathaway will seek justice by any means necessary, even at Waffle House with MJF's money. So then we get this straight. Are we going to get Smart Mark now to look at this shit? I, I don't know. I mean, what is going on with Moriarty? He was targeting the Ring of Honor Pure Championship, ne- never mentioned it. Then somehow he got a match with Moxley, got defeated. He he lost to Hook, and so then they put him into a tag team with William Morrissey, who's now Big Bill. Uh, I mean, they should have just called him Totally Not Cass. I mean, that would have <laughs> that would have been better. Call him TNC, Totally Not Cass. Uh, and so now he's back after the FTW title, even though he's now debuting in a new tag team in a faction that already has a tag team that's in a number one or close to number one contendership position. I I don't understand any of this. Frankly, I don't understand why Lee Moriarty is there. He's, he's, he's a zero. They have, I mean, in, 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 in a company where they've got plenty of people who have numeric values, he's a zero. They don't need another zero. They got tons of zeros. I agree. 100%. Todd in the chat says, Hey guys, what's going on Todd and happy birthday, dude. What's up, man? Happy birthday. Well, it's birthdays all around. Not just our very own Chris Ams, but it's Todd Brantley's birthday too. So, yeah, happy birthday, Did you see Ams said it was 37? Yeah. 
I did. You think that's accurate? I thought he was 38 by now. I thought he was 37 for the last three years, just quietly. That's always 40. <laughs> <laughs> Todd also says in the chat, here's one for you. Why didn't they tell Hobbs' story after Team Taz disintegrated? Wouldn't that have made more sense? Yes, it would have, but they didn't. That's the problem. Or when he turned on Ricky Starks, or oh. in the beginning, or when they first saw something in him. How about when <laughs> they he first joined Team Taz? Maybe that that would say, I, I, you know, Taz is like, I came from the same background in Red Hook, Brooklyn. That's my kind yeah. of guy. Yeah, I mean, why? Why indeed? Todd, the, the answer is because they have nothing else. What's up, Pierce? Um, <laughs> What's up, and Pierce? They have nothing for him on TV, but they don't want us to forget about him. They don't want to be accused of forgetting about you know another young talent. Um, so they put together these stupid vignettes, which is just one vignette, really, and, and one of them was just a montage of the two, two prior ones. Um, and there it is. They're just buying time. <laughs> and also, man, like I was saying before, and this is going out to you, Todd, they've had three years to explain who the fuck Hobbs is. It's taken them three fucking years to actually explain who Hobbs is. The thing is, they I don't mean, need to. We, we know what he is. He's a big, strong badass. That's we, it. They didn't need to complicate it now. They've overcomplicated yeah. shit. We don't need to know what made him a big, strong badass. We know he's a big, strong badass. Now all they've entered into it is, is that he might be the victim of a drive-by, you know, on-site. Well, if it's Eddie Kingston, he's got nothing to worry about because Eddie Kingston thinks on-site means it's time to recite Shakespeare. <laughs> oh, boy. Pierce in the chat says, Taz, the human sandwich-eating machine. <laughs> ah, who am yeah. I to talk <laughs> that makes three of us to be fair but yeah that's still that's a good one because he's become a thumb I mean he's essentially a thumb now Jeff <laughs> I mean seriously he, he is and you know how old is Taz oh he'd be fuck 50 51 by now 52 so he's younger than he's younger than me and he's and he and he is more of a thumb than I am so I, I, <laughs> he's I definitely like more of a thumb than you are I, I'm 100%. just wondering if I can giggle about that one so I can <laughs> Todd says in the chat speaking of forgetting someone where's Miro well uh, you, you'll have to rewind uh, when it's you'll have to on the download you'll have to listen because we we already addressed the Miro situation we did actually at the start of the show so check that out actually, you were too Todd. busy blowing out your candles or something yeah so oh Send us to Montana so we know your backstory. <laughs> yeah, please. Um, anyway, let's move on, though. We've got a... Uh, this one's a classic. It's for the Regina D-Wave Championship, Jeff. It is Hikari Shida, <laughs> your champion, versus Bunny. But it is a Japanese promotion. They said that. So Regina D-Wave, which sounds yes. totally anything other than Japanese, is a Japanese promotion. So, yep. cool cool indeed and yeah. I don't even know if we if there's much to even say here other than Hikaru Shida defeats the bunny well there's this but... to say okay there was a time where the bunny was upside down and her boobs were coming out that was good <laughs> and Penelope Ford came out in a kicking outfit and she looked hot she earned my dollar of, of the week for Rampage um, oh the match sucked this was this was a this was a garbage match um and I don't think there was ever any risk that Sheeta was losing it. Spoiler, she didn't. Um, <laughs> and then Jamie Hayter came out to confront her, but didn't actually confront her. She sort of did like a slow clap from the top of the ramp, uh, the stageway, and that was sort of it. So, so who got your dollar again, actually, Jeff? Penelope Ford. <laughs> I'd buy that for a dollar. <laughs> Shout us to Dollar Club Wrestling. <laughs> That's right. She she pulled double duty. She was in two segments of this rampage. You don't you don't see her for a year and a half on TV, and then two segments. <laughs> she's like she's like the new uh, uh, 2.0. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, Todd says yes. My favorite championship in all of wrestling, the Regina the Wave. Todd, I, I like the Sasson full full body uh, uh, mixed hair style. Uh, <laughs> mixed hair types shampoo and conditioner two and one and Todd he didn't give it to the bunny he gave it to Penelope my man <laughs> as he says in the chat hold on you gave it to Penelope yes he did I did, I did. he did I, anyway I think, I think she's got a better face <laughs> yeah yeah I would say the same um, 
Athena and Mercedes. Yeah. We, we get a little thing between Athena and Mercedes Martinez, who have history on the Indies. Athena would be satisfied to take the Ring of Honor women's title for Martinez, but she'd be happier to retire the OG badass. And, spoiler alert, <laughs> Athena did get the title off Mercedes Martinez. To nobody's surprise, in a pretty sloppy match. I guess goodbye also, to really Mercedes. not to anyone's surprise. True. Speaking of weird, actually, we get a Lee Moriarty with Big Bill, Will Morrissey, uh, versus Clayton Bloodstone and Easy James. Yeah, who the fuck are these two jabronis? Again, the firm has a tag team already. We just saw Lee Moriarty, you know, well, Stokely Hathaway, uh, talking about how Lee Moriarty is, go- is you know, basically petitioning an appeal to get another shot at the FTW title. Because that means uh, yeah, we see him in, right? right? So tag team action is obviously what he needs to be in. This was a ridiculous match, and, and as bad as AEW typically is in enforcing the rules, usually it's least, it's usually because there's like luchadors flying all over the place or pseudo luchadors like the Young Bucks or Omega. You know, it's usually like, you know, people, the mass chaos. This match wasn't it, but the, 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 there was no need to tag. There were no rules. There were no five counts. There was no nothing. But, I, I, I mean, Taz, uh, what's it, not Taz, uh, Big Bill has two moves. He's got the high kick and the choke slam. That, that, that's all he does. He's, he's, in this match, he seems to be more limited than Kevin Nash was. <laughs> well, he looks great. I'll give him that. But I just feel like he needs Enzo, man. He, he needs something. Lee Moriarty isn't isn't that something that he needs. He needs a fucking talker, like a good talker, like by himself, like an Enzo. I hate to say it, man, well, because he can't Stokely, teach that. There was a time that Stokely was considered a good talker, and he sort of is, but it's not it's it's not the right mix for. Frankly, Stokely doesn't fit with Moriarty or Big Bill. <laughs> I mean. I mean, imagine if this was WWE changing someone's name to Big Bill. It'd be like the biggest <laughs> thing on the internet. This, the, here, it's just like... Big Billy. AW a- a- did it. That's great. I mean, what's wrong with just calling him Morrissey? I mean, I know that there's a band, you know, called Morrissey, for name for the guy, but, you know, it is his name. Uh, I, I, I'd rather go back to his cast name, but the way he spelt it, Kazixel, whatever the fuck it yeah, was. Yeah, Kazixel, it's a... I, I would just do totally not Kaz. Just call him TNC. Yeah, if, TNC. If, totally not Kaz. Yeah, everybody likes everybody likes abbreviations. Anyway, this, and, he, this, and, he, and you can't teach that. Yeah, you can't. Th- this match was garbage. The people from the firm won. Stokely Hathaway barely did anything in this match. Oh. He, I forgot he was there to be honest, which is the last thing you want when you have Lee Moriarty and totally not Kaz in the ring. Um, I don't know who these two jabronis were, but they, you know, they they made perfectly fine punching back. Just picture any match that almost beats two of the four guys in the matches. This was this was the same thing, except Lee Moriarty would was running around a lot, as he does because he's a cat or is he a tiger? Uh, I, well, you're the one who told me that a tiger style has nothing to do with a tiger nor a cat. <laughs> I, I I don't understand any of Lee Moriarty. I don't, and and I'm not sure that he understands any part of himself. <laughs> Who gives a fuck? He's something. He's a pussy. We'll just call him that. Is he, 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 is he un gato pussy grande? He could be. He might he might actually be that. I want gato pussy pequeño. <laughs> pequeño. Orale, pequeño. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> W Morrissey is not a particularly clever name, but I'm used to it, and it's. I mean, Big Bill's stupid. Big Bill seems like, you know, something... Like he's a you... cop, bro. It's like, yeah. that's what they say in, in, the, in the UK. They call cops, like, the old Bill. In the slang. thing is, I just, I just, I'm going to say red, but it's not true. I heard the story on a podcast called Fictional of, like, a, a, a guy who was living two lives, and one was that he was basically, you know, on the corporate side, but in his other life, he became, like, a, a union guy named... <laughs> and Bill. he adopted the name Big Bill and, and he became like a folklore hero and he like gave up his whole other life and he fell in love with another union organizer uh, and, and adopted the Big Bill life forever um, but it's just so that's what I'm thinking about when I'm here in Big Bill and it, it, it was a silly little story and, and 
this this is silly too. Um, I don't know. I you know how often is he going to be on TV? We're still not even sure if he's actually signed. Is he when... all elite, dude? We haven't seen the graphic. And and he doesn't. Big Bill, he's all elite, maybe. And he's the only one that didn't have a goal out of the firm. Not that it matters because none of them are actually pursuing their goals. Well, I guess the the guns are, are getting around to it. But the only thing that he said is he's going to wreak havoc or cause hell or something. But he hasn't really done much of that. I mean, but last I saw, he was causing harm to Jungle Boy. And so I guess Jungle Boy was going to repeat the Luchasaurus feud, except with Morrissey this time, which doesn't lend itself to Big Bill being in, in a tactic. So again, the, the booking doesn't advance the stories. And, it, you know, listen, I'm the one who says exhibition matches are useless, but a tag team against jobbers is more useless when it's not to advance them as a tag team. So not right, exactly. None, That's what you use jobbers for, them. right? Yeah. yeah, exactly. You know, you're right, spot on. Uh, Todd says in the chat, Lexi Nair calls him Big Bill, but that's for different reasons. Whoa, ta ta ta. We, Wait, is that what, true? What's go? What's is this some breaking news here that you want to tell? Yeah, us? Um, I, I've never heard that one, Todd. Please yeah, tell us more. I mean, is he going to have to get a diamond cutter? Oh, <laughs> man, Big Bill gets him, huh? I mean, he had Carmella before that. Yeah. Big Billy. Well, I mean, why not? He's seven feet tall. <laughs> and, and you can't teach that. Yeah, you can't Squally. teach that. Yeah. You cannot teach that. And oh, while um, Todd gets back to us on that, let's move on to the next segment. You can't teach charisma either. And, you know, he is, he is physical presence, but he doesn't have charisma. I'm telling you, Enzo's the man for him. Uh, it is what it is, man. Only Enzo. It's not only Enzo. There, there could in be. In my other opinion, people. I think Enzo's the man. Todd says in the chat, "Hold on, guys, you didn't know they were going out." No, what the hell, man? Since when? Yeah, I did. I didn't. I Where didn't have we that. been? And I didn't know that people still use the term "going out." What? What? Are you from? <laughs> are you from Saved by the Bell, Todd? <laughs> I used to love that show, Jeff. Everyone loved that show. It was, it was brilliant back in the day, man. I mean, it was it was the show that when you were too old to watch it, you watched it, but you didn't want anyone to know you watched it. Well, I was young like enough to be watching it back then. Watching Saved by the Bell reruns. <laughs> I wasn't in effect. As a matter of fact, when Saved by the Bell came out, I was like twelve. I'm much, <laughs> so, much older than you. <laughs> yes, you are. But it's not like it's not that bad now, Jeff. It just seems like it back then. Because when you think about it, a sixth grader to a, like a seventh grader felt like a huge difference back then, right? It's like you wouldn't be caught talking to a seventh grader unless he was a family member of yours, right? Listen, let me be clear. If I'm channel flipping right now and Ring of Honor Honor Club is on, NWA Power is on, and Saved by the Bell reruns are on, I'm watching Saved by the Bell reruns right now. Heck, and, and, heck, and so I'm including I. the college years in that. Oh, no, I don't know about that. I, I was offered by that point, man. That was a bit too meh. But the the original like series, absolutely. Kelly Kapowski, uh, uh, Jesse, hey. Lisa Turtle. I mean, Zach. What was Zach his actual Morris. name? Oh, Zach Moore. Oh, uh, Mark Gusilar. Gusilar. There we go. That's it. And Screechy's dead, right? I mean, fuck. Yeah, Dustin Diamond died within the last year, I think. Um, but, and he was doing you know, porn. Well, the other guy always has a job. Um, Mario Lopez. Oh, Lopez. Mario Lopez. Yeah, well, he's on E, isn't he? Or... I have no idea, but he's always on something. Probably Entertainment Tonight. He's, he's doing kids shows. He's on everywhere. I always he's, see him on my TV. He was on Pacific Blue. I mean, the, the guy <laughs> yeah, has never not worked. Jesus, uh, yeah, he, he's Blue. always got something. Now, now Mark, what's his name? Mark Paul Gosselaar. He's got like a really fancy name. Like, like he should be like the Grand Marquis. Right, he, what's he doing? Nothing. I, he's been on things periodically. Like he probably never needs to work again. But he was like on NYPD Blue for two or three years. But like I see him every now and then, like like on a, on a pilot, you know, a show that like runs for like four episodes. Like he's probably doing like Hallmark movies and then you know things that go, go video on direct and, and shit like that. Wow. But I mean, you you can live off. I'm, I'm sure there's like Saved by the Bell cons and you know. Oh like yeah, that. for sure, hundred percent, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Todd says in the chat, since April 2021, Morrissey has been in a relationship with AEW backstage interviewer Alexi Nair, who is the stepdaughter of WWE Hall of Famer Diamond oh, Dallas God, Page. Stepdaughter. Oh, that, that makes a lot more wow. sense. 
Because I think I knew he, that for some he's reason. He's too ugly to to protect. Yeah, I could tell that you you cut and paste that. That that is not the way a human types. <laughs> not one of our what? humans, anyway. Yeah, <laughs> not, a cha- not, not a channel attitude via Hami Media Group fan. <laughs> You're fucked. Maybe Ams. anyway. Oh, definitely Ams. Ams. Ams Just got quietly. the touch. Just quietly. Well, let's move on. But before we did, like I said. Uh, earlier because we were talking about Saved by the Bell for quite a while uh, Lee Moriarty and the Big Bill defeat Clayton Bloodstone and Easy James in a squash match they were not the Cats, saved by the bell and they weren't saved by the bell unfortunately doomed by the bell doomed absolutely Which really doomed. if if we had to title these shows like this weekend of wrestling <laughs> I would call it doomed by the bell doomed by the bell indeed actually that's a Garden of doomed name by for the a show Ooh. Garden of doomed because they were resting in the gardens, right? Okay. Like like Madison Square Garden. Uh, what was it? The Toronto Garden? Or or, or Boston uh, Garden. Rock Hard Jim Pen- Prendy's uh, Backyard <laughs> Garden. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, you better recognize him. I did. Oh, I, I recognized. I recognized when he took a headbutt to the Jolly Rogers, too. <laughs> that's true. You did. I was on Dollar but- Club again this week. You, you were, were and I was supposed to be no I was I didn't make well, it back in time you but were I admit, sort of when, when I did you I did a Jimmy impersonation you did uh-huh. oh, just quietly right freaks are everywhere freaks are everywhere soccer's <laughs> oh you're a prick anyway I speaking like of doomed oh god anyway uh, speaking of doomed though Jeff we get FTR accepted the Briscoe's dog collar challenge for final battle even though FTR lost to the acclaim they won't pout FTR will give them boys the damnest fight they ever had. And I'm, and it was out. damned. Did they say top guys top, out? They didn't, I don't think. Oh, my God. What losers. Um, I never had a doubt that they were accepting that challenge, but okay. Yeah, because they're going to be like, no. Right. Don't accept. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, fucking, well, maybe they should have said that. If they were heels, they could have said that. But we don't get really anything in AEW, it feels like. But anyway, speaking of, we get House of Black, another Doom team. Made Ortiz feel like a child last week. That's disrespectful. So Ortiz is bringing Eddie Kingston with him for a fight. Yay. And who's their third guy going to be? Is Santana back in the fold? Is he healthy? It's been a while since... uh... What was that? Blood and Guts or Anarchy, whichever one he got hurt at. Anarchy, my asshole. They're gonna bring in a homicide again. They're gonna bring in some outsider huh. to take the pen. I'm cool with homicide. That'd be cool. And I, I mean, well, I've always been a fan of homicide, not homicide. But please not Hernandez. Please stop doing these callbacks. I mean, I mean, oh, you no, have no, AR no, Fox. No. Is, is AR Fox not here to, to to take L's in matches like this? I, I don't. Oh, know. Oh, AR Fox, good wrestler, but he looks like a bum. I'm, I hate to say he it, man. Completely looks like a bum. I hate to say it, but great wrestler, no doubt. But okay. I, I, I have doubts he's a great wrestler. He's okay. All right, let me be honest. All right, everyone does that shit. Everybody, right. that we've shit. already seen it. That shit that he does. We've got a million wrestlers already in AEW that do that shit. No, and, and some of them don't look like scarecrows uh, or tin men that need their their joints oiled. <laughs> yeah, Cincinnati uh, Gardens. Tons- yes. Now and you're in Moxie's just, <laughs> yeah, oh, we, we know they have issues, but... We know. But sometimes when you work someplace, those issues have to be set aside when you're on camera. Um, but not AEW. Uh, <laughs> AEW, no, it, it doesn't work that way. So you're probably right. Anyway, he's probably not healthy, and he's probably just going to sit out his contract. I mean, it'll be like Fuego del Sol or some shit like that. <laughs> that's the reality. Actually, that's a good one. Fuego del Sol, for sure. Or, or maybe they'll find uh, I I don't know who the, 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 the like Roosh who apparently has a faction brought in somebody else to to, to be in the card. I, it was like Chorizo, Chorizo, <laughs> Chorizo, I, Chorizo. I, 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 I don't know. Yeah. Charles Hesno. I, I I don't know oh, who no. the hell that was. Oh, Chorizo. It's got to be Chorizo. It's got to be Teresa. What, what the hell was Preston Vance doing there uh, in a suit? And not, I mean, all after all this, the first match on pay per view, and and Preston Vance isn't your partner. I mean, what the fuck? And 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 if you're going to bring somebody from the outside, like why wouldn't it be Teresa. like Bandito? Like why why is it someone that we've never we got seen Teresa, baby? 
to, apparently to take the L because Blake Christian or AR Fox can't <laughs> possibly take L's. <laughs> I don't care. Teresa is the fucking luchador of the year for me already. All right, so, sorry, guys. Spoiler on on one of the uh, final battle. Uh, oh no, nah, man! Matches. We've been right. spoiling all over the place. Well, yeah, it's, well, the, the show was mostly like overnight eggs. So anyway, Jalistico. <laughs> it was dreadfulistico. Oh, is it fucking? Um... It wasn't Callisto. That much I can tell you. <laughs> what was it? El Stupido. I don't know. It wasn't Mystico. I mean, they're, they're, they're just, I mean, he looked okay. Uh, why are we talking about this anyway? Who's... What about you? Can't see no man. <laughs> it was Juan Cena. <laughs> Juan Cena. It was Juan Cena. That's exactly who it was. Juan. <laughs> um. So yeah. So yeah. So the, the whole segment with Ortiz that apparently is something. Uh, it wasn't just a mistake, but it, it still looked awkward in the ring. So okay. So Ortiz and Kingston, House of Black, even though House of Black is theoretically feuding with best friends and the factory and Dark Order and now <laughs> Kingston and Ortiz. Oh, and, and the elite, and the elite. Is, well, they'll, they'll never get to the elite. Um, no, so on um, being the elite, there was a segment from last week on Dynamite where they went up to Cutler and they uh, spoke a bit of shit to him. And they beat him up and shit. Yeah, if you watch Being the Elite, okay. I caught it unfortunately last week. No, and uh, don't yeah. watch Being the Elite. This is this is a you have to, damn don't, it. Don't, you have to don't watch. Don't don't watch Being the Elite. You're right. <laughs> Cody said we don't have to. You see what happened to Cody? Don't have to. Exactly. Yeah. Where is he now? Huh? Yeah. Gone. Where is he? Yeah. <laughs> Todd says in the chat, the Invisible Luchador, Juan Cena. <laughs> he just moves He's so invisible. fast you can't see him. He's actually visible. It's just nobody's seen him. It's true, you can't. Yeah. Speaking of seeing, we've got Mark Henry interviewing the main event participants, Jeff. As Kip Sabian is not cleared to compete, so he picked the opponent for Orange Cassidy. Sabian found someone from across the pond to bring the class to AEW's All-Atlantic Championship. Cassidy didn't care. Sabian wondered where Danhausen was. As Henry tried to wrap up the interview, Danhausen popped up in Henry's split-screen box to mimic Henry's signature lines. Enough talk already. Henry closed with, it's time for the main event. This was funny. Um, it was <laughs> it's actually weird. getting funny every week. I won't lie. And Mark Henry said, don't do that. Um, yeah. But yeah, that, yeah, this was funny. Uh, but this match was tragically awful. <laughs> well, speaking of awful, and I can't believe this, we get a Shane Taylor and Keith Lee segment in the back. Shane Taylor believes that Keith Lee leaving him was the best thing to happen. Oh, no, this is worse. It was Shane Taylor with J.D. Griffey. So, yeah. so we saw who J.D. Griffey is. Okay, so I admitted I'd never seen the guy before. Basically, think of cheeseburger, but <laughs> lighter and pretends he's a MMA fighter, or maybe he really is an MMA fighter, but... This guy is the most diminutive. He's like maybe 5'11", and he, I don't know, a, a, a buck 35? I don't know. I mean, he, he he's perilously skinny. J.D. Griffin, bro. Yeah. That's your man. Be Shane Taylor, no less. Anyway, they go on saying Taylor's career excelled in Ring of Honor, winning the TV and six-man titles. Lee sure. always said to be patient and stay the course. While wait for opportunity, as Taylor and J.D. Griffin will kick the door in, Jeff. If anyone is curious yeah. about Shane Taylor, there was he had a really good match with uh, Brody King to see who the number one contender would be. Brody King won, but it's a, it's a really good match. Absolutely, I remember that too, man. Ah! Um, oh! Whoa. whoa, bless you. You're right there, Jeff. <laughs> You're not. Well, we're up to the main event, man. And it's... All my coke. <laughs> we get Cassidy entering the ring for the main event. He was flanked by best friends and Danhausen. And Sabian and Ford revealed Trent Seven as the mystery opponent. As we all know that Seven is a former tag champ with Tyler Bate in NXT. Uh, anyway, oh, and that goes on to our main event. Oh, okay. Master Bate, yes. Yeah. 
Okay, if so you say that the really crowd fast. Went absolutely silent about this whole thing. What are you um, talking about, dude? They were all on their feet. This guy Trent said for Mustache Mountain. Looks like he hasn't exercised a day in his life. <laughs> I can't stand his body type. I've never understood why this idiot's over, dude. Straight up. <laughs> I mean, Tyler Bate looks like Tyrion Lannister, and I don't and mind that... Tyler Bate though. At least the very yeah, least, yeah, I actually I... don't mind. Everyone Tyler pretends Bate. That, everyone pretends that he's not a dwarf. I get it. Uh, not really, man. Hey, look, he's got big legs for a fucking dwarf. All right. Well, listen. Let, 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 let me finish. So the, the Tyler Bate looks like Tyrion Lannister, and Trent Seven is is envious of Robert Baratheon's build. Oof. That's harsh. So you didn't watch Game of Thrones, so you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I know. I I don't actually, and I never did watch Game of Thrones. That's true. Yeah. Um. That's weird too, because I'm probably so the only Robert one that hasn't it. was played by the actor who was the fat guy in the Full Monty. Really? Yeah. Wow, I didn't know that. There you go. Um. Anyway, I knew yeah, you'd see match. that because the Full Monty refers to penis. <laughs> Here we go. There's our first penis fucking mention of the evening, and we haven't even fucking mentioned once until now. But uh, anyway, on brand. Um, what can we say about this match other than Orange Cassidy ends up defeating Trent Seven in a match I didn't really give a shit about um, nor should you uh, anyway he ends up winning via Superman punch and well the orange punch and the beach break and that was it it was over what after the match they didn't attack them after the match Sabian struck after the match to stomp Cassidy he convinced Seven to assist as Dustin Rhodes ran out to protect his home turf in Texas and clear the ring. Right. And so, yeah. So Dustin Rhodes it. is the idea of Stack Camp the show and Kip Sabian. Oh my goodness. Apparently he was never hurt to begin with, but somehow he didn't get cleared by the crack medical staff <laughs> uh, at, at AEW. So Soraya, maybe I get a second opinion. I was just saying. Just quietly. Uh, yeah, just this, quietly. This, this, was, this was an awful show with a, with this stupid end. Um I don't know what Stupid. to say. I, I feel sorry for Mustache people. Mountain, dude. Yeah. I, I feel sorry for the people who paid for this. And Mustache Mountain is a stupid name for a tag team. It is. I agree. 100%. It is what it is, though, Jeff. It is what it is. That was Rampage. You know what it is? It's the end of the show. Thank God. This Rampage was awful. If it, if awful. it exceeds last week's numbers, I'll be amazed. I'll just say this. On paper, it doesn't look too bad. They sort of tried at the start of the show, but making it seem like it was stacked by having Moxley, by having fucking uh, Hangman Adam Page coming out, Takeshita, whatever. Regina DeWave championships on the line. Just stop. Just stop it. I, <laughs> I said what I said on the skirmish about that this, this was a load of crap. And that only the, the most dedicated delusional Mark cards would try to make this seem like this an exciting card. I'm trying, Jeff. I'm trying. I'm trying to be a little positive, this, even though and, it's hard. And, and a lot of the off chance of the Kip Sabian surprise would actually be a surprise that could be Miro. All of that news leaking out this, this week told you it wasn't Miro. It's true. It's damn true. So the true. dummies sabotaged themselves. Again. <clears throat> they did. Again. It's true, man. Well, Jeff, tell them where they can find you, man. Let's take it home. Yeah, let's do that. Twitter, at IcarusFellMD. Um, nice. You can find me with Jimmy often, pretty much always, on the PWC, on almost all of the wrestling shows, for better or for worse. Uh, and uh, sometimes you can find me here on Channel Hattitude via Hami Media Group. But my non-wrestling podcasts are on the Hami Media Group independently, and the PwC, and the Wrestling Zoom Network, and the PW Hustle, Garden of Doom, and Garden Views. Garden of Doom this week, we uh, actually interviewed a author who has uh, two books in the last couple, two or three years on the New York Times bestseller list in the uh, young adult category. Writes about sort of spooky stuff, which is Garden of Doom, and also got into a pretty good discussion about how do you get into the authorship business and how do you, you know, like how do you go from being sort of like no one, nobody knows and, and get yourself published and sort of the processes there. Um, so that's, I think that was interesting and, and a candid discussion. Um, 
Garden Views is more topical, but actually this Garden of Doom actually was sort of almost like half Garden Views since we were talking about like business and legal affairs topics. Um, if you guys like alternative history or alternative interpretations, you want to subscribe to Garden of Doom soon because the, sh the shows surrounding New Year's before New Year's and the week after is a two-parter. And there's a guy that, that's, uh, he's British and he talks slowly and there's they're sort of long shows, but you can put it on a speed and a half or maybe even double speed uh and it'll blow your mind uh it may you may not agree with everything but it's pretty intriguing stuff anyway uh hammerlock hangover is my other wrestling podcast with big daddy cool steve pena again on pretty much all the networks we just discussed including here on the uh well on the pwc not here on the pwc so sort of we're on channelattitude.com jeff Right, but but Hammerlock Hangover is not on channel. Right, right, that's right. I'm trying to dance that back. Yeah. Anyway, that's it. That's where you can find me. Yeah, yeah. Facebook, etc. Blah blah blah. All right. Well, if you want to follow me on Twitter, you can at the PWC Network and at DJ Massifix. Please like and subscribe right here at channelattitude.com. With five bucks, you get to hear myself and even Jeff and whoever is on the show right here on Rampage Uncaged. Please like and subscribe at the pwcnetwork.popping.com where you can find all our other shows. And that's about it. Oh, and uh, hey, like and subscribe at Dollar Club Wrestling also. Shout outs to them. I represent Insane. everything Dollar Club. Absolutely. Insane that though, Jeff. I'm Jimmy T. That's Evil Dose Jeff Lippman. And you've been listening and watching the HMG. Rampage Uncaged Show right here on channelattitude.com and we're out. Two quick things, I'm sorry, but guys, send your best wishes two places. One to Barry Wyndham, who's out of the ICU oh, yes. recovering from his massive heart attack, and to Richard Holiday, who revealed recently he's battling Hodgkin lymphoma. Um, really? Yeah. Uh, so if you don't know who he is, MLW was part of the dynasty with MJF and Hammerstein. Um, so Shit. best wishes to him. Uh, and he's been very appreciative of the, of the outpouring he's been getting. Um, yeah, but other than that, other than those best wishes to those people, stay evil, my friend. Stay evil indeed. We're out. See you.